You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Content warning. This film contains flashing lights, themes of trauma, and an unlikable female protagonist. Viewer discretion is advised. Now, that is how this movie opens. This is the on-screen advisory for Hulu's Not Okay. What follows is the story of Danny Sanders, played by Zoe Deutsch, a privileged and aspiring writer with zero social media presence and no actual friends. She is desperate to claim the fame she absolutely believes she deserves. She fakes a trip to Paris with expertly photoshopped, eh, throw that in quotes, <laughs> posts on her Instagram and gets wrapped up in a lie that she survived a terrorist attack while in France. She's given a promotion she doesn't deserve. She hooks up with the equivalent of a Paul brother mashed with Pete Davidson, played by Dylan O'Brien. And worst of all, she befriends Rowan, newcomer Mia Isaac, a young girl who is a survivor of a tragic school shooting. Danny co-ops her pain as her own, and the lie gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and you know where this is going. It's just a matter of when it will get there. I am TC Dewitt of the Screener Squad, or am I? And I am joined by my fellow travelers, Chad. Hello. Harmony. I'm pretty sure I'm here. I'm not sure, though. And Ryan. Hello, hello, hello. So if it's the journey, not the destination in movies like this, how did this trip go for all of us here? I didn't like her at all. She's so unlikable. <laughs> That's the point, though, right? That's the point, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I watched it, but there's so much cringe in this movie. It was it was rough. It was rough for me to watch. So unlikable. There's movies with unlikable characters and you gradually get some sort of empathy or sympathy for them and you find the reasons they are the way they are and you can kind of start liking them. I don't know if that ever happens for Danny here. It literally says it doesn't. It doesn't. And, and the way it ends, too, not to skip to the ending, but it ends perfectly. Like what mm-hmm. the what the message was yes. and yeah. the hierarchy. Yeah, I like the ending. I agree. The ending I was actually in love with. I thought it was the perfect the perfect way to go out. But yeah, I agree. Like from the beginning, there is there's not even a like a mild attempt to make anything about her likable yeah. whatsoever, which I mean it's definitely a choice. It's certainly the message in the movie. We are obsessed as a culture, social media Millennials and Gen Z, we are obsessed with liars. Mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, everything we see and perceive online. Even you folks listening right now to this well-curated, well-edited review <laughs> are listening and experiencing a lie. Everything online is a lie. Yeah. So our main character is a liar who gets her comeuppance. But what do we learn from this experience? I don't quite know. Yeah. I, I mean, there's accountability, right? 
Right. <laughs> sort of. There... Sort of. Yes, yeah. but. I, I mean, yes, but. for the individual. She becomes just as infamous for being a liar. In fact, probably more famous for being a liar than if she had been honest or if she had gotten away with it. Yeah. Kind of like the fire Festival is only exactly. a thing because it just blew up, basically. Yeah. Uh, Burned to the ground. Uh, we wouldn't have heard anything if it went off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. There's so much to unpack with this movie, though, because we... <sighs> She she goes to a a like grief support group to basically steal their words and their ideas mm-hmm. to write for this shitty little zine. <laughs> no offense to depravity, but it was a crappy little zine, and <laughs> I, I couldn't get past that. It's like how much she had to lie and had to continue to lie. She could have stopped at any point, but then we went and had a movie. So there you go. Right, right. <laughs> I like the fact that she even after she got caught with the lie. She was still kind of lying to herself that she could oh, fix yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot of times in these movies, we will get the ending where the main character fixes it. And it's all okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think it's ever going to be okay. <laughs> That's the whole point. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> I will praise the ending of this as well, that it ended exactly where it should mm-hmm. Exactly where it should. That I was worried that they would proceed beyond the point, but the point was made it was hit as hard as it could be, mm-hmm. and it was out. And Yeah, cut to black, we're good. Mm-hmm. Where I think this movie suffers is there's a strange tonal inconsistency that it never quite landed. Does this want to be very funny, satirical, dark comedy? Right. Or does it want to be serious and really speak to the messaging here about the depravity mm-hmm. of social media? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't quite land correctly correct on either side of those arguments yeah. and it needed to go one way or the other yeah i that's why i told my husband like this isn't funny enough for me to like <laughs> want to watch this anymore yeah and it certainly wasn't serious enough for it to be like this is the lesson because we're all kind of like silent yeah. when you asked did we learn a lesson and we were all went silent so there you go that was exactly i think my problem with it too i i, I feel like it walks that line and doesn't quite yeah, because I really don't think there are many points throughout this where I really laughed that much. Uh, I, I think that if they would have taken... And I, I think by the end, the movie clearly wants to be taken mm-hmm. seriously. Yes. So I, I think kind of going that route throughout most of it would have been a little bit more effective mm-hmm. for me. And But at the same time, I I think that making her character so like horribly unlikable could have been a more interesting choice for me. It might have been more effective if there were little things about her that you did like, but overall, she's a net horrible person. I, I, I would have, I think I would have found, if I would have found little, little endearing qualities to her in any way, I'm this serious message may have worked better because even the most horrible people you're, you'll meet in your life, there might be little things about them, like little bits of humanity that they they have picked up along the way or like that that peek through but with this like she almost felt like a caricature from the very beginning yeah that was on purpose that was to illustrate the message they wanted to illustrate but i think it would have been a little bit bolder and braver to just make her deeply 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 flawed with this same exact message same exact ending making her a caricature was the was the dark comedy uh, element that they were trying to play with. And I think that if you're going to do that, that go way, way, way further with it, at least for me and make it crazier. Well, there is the scene in the car before they're going to the, the rally where, where she puts the music on for Rowan. A bit of Avril. 
And I was like, oh, that's, that's an, yeah, and it's Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of endearing because her sister used to play her Avril Lavigne and stuff like that. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe we're actually going to learn something. And then she immediately doubles down yeah. on being awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, no, I, I don't care for you <laughs> at all. I think they kind of sneak in some redemption for her character specifically or what she perceives as what would be her redemption. But they don't give her the satisfaction by the end of the third act. There's little points where she's like, well, maybe she is learning to be a good person. <clears throat> but when you pull back the whole picture, again, she really isn't. Mm-hmm. And and I agree with the the tonal issue. Like, is it ha-ha funny or are we really talking about some really crazy. serious stuff? Yeah. I, I don't know if anyone here saw Ingrid Goes West, but I yes. felt like that touched on a lot of the same themes. Yes. And that's, for me, like a perfect way to tackle this like really vapid social media influencer culture and just being obsessed with it. Like to mm-hmm. me, to me, I, I hate to just, just make a comparison um, and just leave it at that. But I, I feel like I left this liking it, but it just didn't, it, it didn't cross over for me to the point where I would want to recommend this really, really like highly recommend it. If that makes sense. Yeah, certainly. And Ingrid goes West came to mind as well as world's greatest dad, the Robin Williams movie. Mm-hmm. Ingrid goes West nailed the satire and the messaging world's greatest dad nailed the dark comedy oh my god yeah. and i feel like this mm-hmm. lands right in the middle of those two world's greatest dad is a hard watch it's funny but it's oh god it's bad and it's similar about living this lie of tragedy taking a tragedy co-opting grief and and trying to build your life around it. Well, it's monetizing grief, which you know we we have an issue with anyways in the in this culture. Yeah. So it's you know. I feel like past a certain uh-huh. point, it doesn't get boring. Like I was never bored with it, but it does feel like you're just waiting for the for the other shoe to drop. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. I, there, there. It wasn't a surprise when that did happen. Obviously. Well, they had the shadowy figure like literally counting yeah. down in French. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, no, it's coming. That element bugged me (laughs) that we were supposed to feel some sense of PTSD coming from Danny as she keeps thinking about her lie. I don't like how that was handled. It frustrated me as someone who has experienced trauma, who has dealt with post-traumatic stress and know people who have suffered war and attacks. and, And to see someone really being rattled by that, really being broken and and having panic attacks over their dream their lie Mm -hmm. i never felt that was ever earned it felt so disingenuous and frustratingly so yeah because they 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 set it up as like the dream manifests and it's real and she's put herself into that terrorist situation and it's supposed to weigh on her conscience but yeah, you're right, TC. She didn't earn any of that. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a figment of her imagination. It's almost like a stolen valor. Yeah, stolen valor. It, and that was just one of many bits that was like, is is this, this is a dark comedy? Uh, okay, uh, I don't know. It's like maybe there's another direction they could have gone with it. You know, or leaned more into that because some of the comedy beats in here do work, and I think more of them would have elevated this movie a lot. For example, she. Mm-hmm has a one night fling with a piece of shit and we cut to a scene of her taking a plan B drinking a diet Coke. And she's like, Hey, I took a plan B. No answer. Who dis? And, and that the yeah. way that's put together, it's a very well constructed bit of dark humor. And there's moments like that. Like her dad is unable to look at her without sobbing. Every time she's entering a room, there's some humor to be had in that, but it just goes to that tonal inconsistency where it's like, 
did you do you want this or do you want that and it's a shame because I think Quinn Shepard here who wrote and directed this she's got some skill I think she is a talented filmmaker there is good to be seen in here I don't know if the whole of this is great I don't think it is but I can see the potential of every piece of this and so it leaves me wondering what more Quinn Shepard's going to do in the future as a filmmaker if she wants to lean into dark satire into stronger messaging I think she has it in her to do so yeah. I'd like to bring up the character of Rowan oh mm-hmm. beautiful my Maya Isaac here first timer Holy cow, she is incredible in this movie. She reminds me a bit of Zendaya. Zendaya? Yeah. I can't say yeah. her name. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> get her! Okay. No, but just get... uh, her character, I mean, she's the one that actually went through trauma, lost more than one thing in her life, and is trying to use that as a positive force in the world to push back. Mm-hmm. I think some of her messaging gets lost. Especially when she's first introduced, because it is more focused on Danny. Mm-hmm. I, I really believed her scenes; like they're very well acted. Yeah. Especially at the end, her uh, monologue, essentially, like mm-hmm. all her like shining moments, her her own moments on screen, I thought were incredible. Yeah, she was the really was the best part of this movie. I think that mm-hmm. she was just great, mm-hmm. just great. I actually thought the the main actress was great too. I, I think that even though she was obviously the character was very very unlikable, I think that Zoe Deutsch made her really really endearing, and that's not always easy to pull mm-hmm. off. But I, I think that yeah, I think all the performances in this were were pretty solid all around. I would agree with Absolutely that. Absolutely agree. I love seeing Dylan O'Brien play this douchebag, <laughs> Logan Jake Paul Pete Davidson mashup as I <laughs> described him in the beginning. Zoe Deutsch is good in this. You are correct. Uh, there isn't a bad performance in this movie. No, I, I, I just personally think like Mia Isaac. Just I, I never seen her before, and just to have her all of a sudden, bam, hit me in the the heart with so many feels. Like she did a very good job. Yeah, she absolutely did. The the more serious stuff that is in this, the the stuff that works is a hundred percent because of her. Yeah, she absolutely kills. Yeah, it. she nails it. Totally agree. I love a good slam poet. Like, that's just <laughs> our spoken word activist is always so cool to see, I think. And they managed to write her speeches or performances so well that if I was in in the audience for something like that, I'd be like, yeah, this is awesome. Besides, you know, being a commie liberal or whatever. But uh, <laughs> same. <laughs> she performed them so well. And in a way that you could tell it was in this in this meta way of an actress performing a character who's then performing something within mm-hmm. it still had all the right beats it was it was so cool like I, real I love quick her a lot. did anybody mm-hmm. and i don't know if anybody i haven't watched these guys in forever but the mega 64 guys were on this oh really yeah is that who that was <laughs> yeah like, they were the <laughs> what's up cucks this is they were doxing uh, her i didn't, I didn't notice act. that yeah they, do, they but, were doxing her yeah. uh, you wanted her address here's her address yeah that's I, I forget the names i haven't watched that channel in so long but those were definitely the Mega 64 dudes. That's hilarious. <laughs> Great cameo. <laughs> There's a lot of like, like of the influencer culture that's kind of how these call, call outs was like the, the get readies with me, the makeup mm-hmm. application. Yeah. Well, before we get to final thoughts, the one thing this movie does right off the bat that just annoys me every time I see it is starting at the end. How did I get here? I hate that contrivance. 
I understand yeah. its place there, and it was probably edited into this at the beginning because the audience was not sure how to feel about this character and needed to be told up front, this is a bad person who did a bad thing. How did we get here? Telling the audience where we're going to go. Let's just go there. We don't need to know because then the stakes don't build as much as they could. Mm -hmm. I want to spend this whole time going, my God, is she going to get away with this or what? Instead of knowing that she never does. She does not get away with it. Well, and, and, and yeah. being told that this person's a bad person up front, you don't get to learn that on your own. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no challenge involved. Hey, we got the disclaimer up top. We know she's a bad person. All right. I could have, you know, let me be the judge. If she's <laughs> yeah, a bad I just person. read an article, like, or just like a, there was a short little article about that. Cause I guess I didn't even realize that it was a joke. I was like, is Hulu actually just doing this now? Are they going to tell me how to feel about characters? And I was like, oh, it's, it's a <laughs> trigger <laughs> warning. And, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I don't know. I didn't even I didn't even get that at first. But even it being a joke is just like like you said, Chad, it's like, okay, we'll just explain everything up front. Like I'm just saying I'm imagining like Breaking Bad or like Better Call Saul starting with, by the way, this main character is not a good person. You shouldn't like him. <laughs> and it's like even as a joke, it's kind of it kind of ruins it kind of ruins the, the journey it undercuts it's like undercuts, i can yeah. figure that out myself you know what i mean like oh. well with that said why don't we slide ourselves into the dms of final thoughts <laughs> and harmony why don't you go first for us yeah i hate her hair <laughs> my final thought is that her hair is awful in this very like 2002 bleachy stripes up at front i hate it <laughs> I didn't like her as a person. I didn't like her hairstyle. And that's a lot coming from me. <laughs> this could have been more. And it's just, it's to me, it's just lacking. I really want, if we're going to dive deep into influencer culture, like, like really like get in there. Instead, we kind of get this, she's a bad person and then nothing happens. Right. So <laughs> I was just, a whole lot of cringe watching this and like i said i hate her hair but that thing being said i thought her her apartment was kind of cute so <laughs> i'm gonna give this like a four out of ten digital baguettes <laughs> digital baguette <laughs> Jay, go ahead. one thing i found extremely annoying with this movie and it's only because i'm an old i've i've learned to accept that and also i've i walked away from most social media i don't know five years ago but like the vernacular and the, the chasing clout. And when she finally does start getting popular and her phone just blows up, I would throw my phone <laughs> in the fires of Mount doom. If it kept ringing like that, like, no, but that's not the world we live in. This movie wasn't made for an old, it's made for the young chitlins, but I did <laughs> like it. Like I, 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 I I think I wouldn't have liked it as much until that really the last 10 minutes. That's what really makes this movie eh, not special, but makes it at least, at least worth watching. Ryan says he's not going to recommend it to anybody. I'd at least recommend it to like, I don't know if you're not doing anything. <laughs> like, you know, one of those, I, I watched it on a Tuesday night. Like, yeah. what are you doing on a Tuesday? I guess I'm watching this. Yeah. If you're young like the people in this movie, you're probably out partying. If you're old like me, you're watching this Holding movie. Laundry. Yeah. Laundry Tuesday with tacos. Either way, um, although, you know what? And I'm not doing this to be funny. It's only because I don't want to give it a full seven, but I'm going to be 6.9 out of 10. Just really stupid, stupid decision. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was going to let you give another like go it. of that so I don't have to No, 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 no. I, I want that. <laughs> Stay in it. The internet is forever, Chad. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, I thought that this was just okay. I think that there are a lot of movies like this, and I think we've, we've, we've sort of brought those up throughout the review, but like, like Ingrid Goes West, that do what this was setting out to do, just do it a little bit better. I don't think it's terrible. I, I agree with you, Chad. I think that you just threw this on on like a Tuesday night or something. I don't think you would be be angry over it but it just it doesn't it doesn't have that extra thing that it needs to to push it over the line but i will say i i feel like i would be a lot more frustrated with this movie if it didn't have the ending that it did i i'll agree with that too Um, i'm gonna give this six and a half out of ten vape clouds being blown in your face by a Pete (laughs) davidson lookalike which is very specific but that would be very annoying and i would not enjoy that at all Yeah. Just be horrible. Well, I can't say I love this movie. It did have something to say, but it just didn't get there as a dark comedy satire, as a dramatic exploration of just how toxic and damning our obsession with social media is. The ideas are there. There's just this tonal inconsistency that prevents this from being a great film. The performances are good, especially Mia Isaac as Rowan, as we've said. Zoe Deutsch is doing a good job here. And she's coming in at a disadvantage by playing a thoroughly unlikable character that we never sympathize with. And Dylan O'Brien is just chewing scenery with his ridiculousness. But at the end of the day, this doesn't do enough of what I think it's set out to do. It's a good-looking movie, and I will definitely come back for whatever Quinn Shepard does next. But all that said, I'm going to give Not Okay 5 out of 10 pieces of shit influencer swag bags. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and everybody follow me on TikTok. I'm uh, Harmonic Discord. Yep, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Ch- Chad, you want to plug your, your – so- you don't have any <laughs> social <laughs> – loser. Okay. Oh. Ryan, do you want to throw out your hashtags? Hashtag not, not okay. Socials. Hashtag I've never been okay. I'm going to steal that from you, Chad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see that, Chad? He stole your thing. All right, well – Who did? Hashtag that's life. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, like and subscribe. See you all next time. (laughs)